Hello everyone, this is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 190 of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank all of you for being here with me today. I know 190 episodes is a lot. If you enjoy this podcast, definitely go back and listen to the previous episodes. We have, well, 189 more. And you can find those on jonathanlittlepoker.com slash WPH or also on YouTube or iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. So, in this hand, we are playing a $10,000 buy-in six-handed World Series of Poker event. The last two hands have been disastrous for me. We had tens lose to nines, and then we had top two pair lose to a flush. So, we got halved and then halved again. <laughs> and that does happen in poker tournaments sometimes. And when it does, you have to make sure you don't go on tilt and you don't get angry and you don't get bitter and you just continue playing your absolute best. Keeping a strong mindset will lead to you making better decisions, and if you make better decisions, then clearly you're going to have better equity. Um, that said, that's no replacement for study away from the table. Don't think that you can just show up to a tournament thinking you're going to play great and you'll magically play great. You need to know how to play well. But you will find that if you are frazzled, you're going to forget all of the strategy that you've studied, or at least some of the strategy you studied away from the table, and you're going to end up playing worse. So keep a good mindset. Here we are. A player in the low jack seat, who I do not know, raises to 35,000 at 8,000, 16,000, and then it folds around to me with Queen 8 of Hearts in the big blind. Now, in the past, a lot of people would look at this as an all in or fold scenario. They would think I either have to shove because I'm going to play really poorly out of position, or I need to just fold because I'm probably behind his raising range. However, that thought process is just wrong. Uh, in this scenario, you should certainly either call or shove with a lot of your hands. You can you can still fold some of the garbage, but you have to realize you're getting pretty good pot odds because there are antes in play and our opponent did essentially min-raise. Um, do be aware, though, six-handed, you should actually play a little bit tighter from the blinds than nine-handed, and that's because there are fewer antes in play, so you're getting slightly worse pot odds. But anyway, you can definitely call here and try to see the flop. And you can call with even shallow stacks. There's nothing wrong with calling with a, an eight-big blind stack facing a min raise. So anyway, here we have queen eight of hearts with our 15 big blind stack. We're going to call and we flop the effective nuts. Flop comes queen of spades, jack of hearts, four of hearts. So we have it. We have top pair in the flush draw. We check and our opponent bets 40,000. So now we have to ask ourselves, if I check raise, does that, what does that accomplish? Well, it will make all the garbage fold, which is clearly bad. It'll probably make any hands worse than pocket tens or tens or worse fold, which is actually should be a decent amount of our opponent's range. It does protect against various hands like ace king and ace ten and king ten, which is nice. And those are hands that our opponent could certainly have. It probably also gets value from a jack. So now that I've talked this through, I think I probably should just shove, <laughs> mainly just for value. And one thing that a lot of people get tricked up on, I mean, myself included sometimes, is that whenever you have a pair and a draw, you have to figure out what piece of the hand is most relevant. Is your pair most relevant or is your draw most relevant? And here, given we are very short stacked, our pair is by far the most relevant part of our hand because top pair is great. And top pair for a 15 big blind stack is good enough to just happily get it all in. Um, the one reason to not shove here, though, is the fact that we have a draw. The, the draw in our hand allows us to slow play, or at least gives us the potential to slow play. If I did not have a flush draw, I'd definitely be all in. But with the flush draw, notice that if our opponent does have 
king 10 and the turn is a heart the not uh, the nine of hearts right giving him a straight it also gives us, us a flush and we're going to win same thing if he has ace king and the turns an ace of hearts we, we still win so we we have to fade fewer cards than we normally would and also even if our opponent does somehow improve to beat us on the turn we have redraws to beat him on the river so i think we can either call or shove if i was to play this hand today I think I would just be all in. The only time I would really consider calling is if I thought the opponent was especially weak. And I have no reason to think that at this moment. So I would probably go all in. But I could see calling being okay. When you have the nuts, it doesn't really matter what you do. And this is an effective nut hand. We really just don't want to see an ace, a king, a 10, or a 9 on the turn. And uh, we get a 10 on the turn. So that's what we deserve. A 10 of clubs. So not even a heart. I check. If the opponent bets now, it's going to be roughly enough to put me all in. Notice the pot's 176,000. I only have 183. So any bet he makes, I'm probably going to shove at this point for value slash protection. If he checks back, we will probably check the river to induce bluffs. So on the turn, I check and he bets 90,000, leaving me 93 behind. And I decided to call this time. I guess I was just trying to induce bluffs from this player. Maybe I did my best Hollywood that I possibly could to look slightly annoyed, slightly perturbed, slightly hero collie. Who knows? It's kind of a weird bet from the opponent, though, if you think about it, because he's giving me great pot odds. I have to put in 90 to win a pot that's going to go up to, I believe, 356,000. So we're getting great odds. I need to win one in four times. Anytime your opponent says, hey, you only need to win one in four times, and that's cool with me. <laughs> Um, you need to be a little bit careful whenever we're talking about playing for all of our money. So this bet maybe looked a little bit strong. And maybe there was some world where I actually thought I was going to check fold the river. Maybe maybe I actually did read a lot into this and thought that there may be some spot where the opponent just has the nuts every time. And if he has the nuts every time, certainly I should at least consider folding. Um, anyway, I called. Shoving's also fine, of course, like I, like I said. We get the river... Uh, the river is eight of clubs, so we have two pair now. I check. The opponent goes all in for his last, well, for my last 90,000. And at this point, I think it is a much easier call. Um, now we we beat ace-king and aces and kings. So those are some hands that may decide to use that weird small bet on the turn. Obviously, we lose to ace-king and we lose to any nine. But I don't think we're going to be against too many nines with that odd turn bet. And that means we mostly just lose to ace-king and then better two pairs. But... Whatever, here we are at this point. We have to put in 90 to win what's going to be a, I don't know, 500-something thousand chip pot. So pot odds, we are calling off. Don't, again, we, we mentioned this a bit in the previous weekly poker hand, or one of the previous weekly poker hands where I had, I think, 10s against 9s. Don't find yourself in this spot and then all of a sudden decide to fold. Like, we, we got ourselves in this spot where we've induced bluffs to the best of our ability, and we do have a relatively strong hand in relation to the hands that we could have in our range. So we just have to find a call, especially getting six to one pot odds. Anyway, our opponent does have ace-king, and we lose. Some people think that if you ever check call the river and you have the worst hand, that you made a mistake. And sometimes that's true, but it's not true all the time. And in this scenario, I imagine this play was perfectly fine. Like I said, on the flop, we are not trying to fold this hand unless it runs out somewhat insanely. And it ran out a bit bad for me, but certainly not horribly. Um, that said, I would have preferred if a heart came, but it didn't. Um, one reason to shove the turn as well is that if you happen to be against a better made hand, 
they're usually going to value bet non-heart rivers in the spot and they'll check back on heart rivers. So by shoving, I know I'm check calling the river anyway, right? So if I'm check calling the river anyway, if I don't think my opponent has a lot of bluffs in his range, then maybe it makes sense to just go ahead and get it all in so that we are we are getting it in against the hands that we beat. And also against the hands we lose to, we always get paid when we happen to get lucky. But no luck this time. So that's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Um, this was a bit of a long series. I guess you can let me know on Twitter at Jonathan Little if you enjoyed having you know, 10 or 15 hands from the same tournament. If you did not like that, we can not do that again. Um, whatever, whatever you all think. But in the next episode, episode 191, we'll be starting fresh. We'll be starting something new. And hope you tune in for that. This has been Jonathan Little. I'll talk to you next week.